0: Will you pray with me? May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O God, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. According to a Greek legend, in ancient Athens, a man noticed the great storyteller Aesop playing childish games with some little boys. He laughed and jeered at Aesop asking him why he wasted his time in such frivolous activity. Aesop responded by holding up a bow, loosening its string, and placing it on the ground. Then he said to the critical Athenian, Now answer the riddle, if you can. Tell us what the unstrung bow implies. More about that in a moment. Have you ever stopped to think about just how busy God is? The story of the creation in Genesis tells us God spent six days creating the earth, the animals, the plants, the sun, moon, stars, waters, sky, darkness, and light. And on the seventh day, God finished the work that God had done, and God rested on the seventh day from all the work that had been done. The Bible tells us clearly that God took time for rest. On the seventh day, God finished God's work. That means that creation was incomplete, unfinished, until the Sabbath, the day of rest. Rest was a part of the work of creation and it still is. But this is the commandment we are most inclined to ignore. I know for me, there are times when I wear my busyness like a badge of pride. Because part of me believes that if I'm busy, I'm important. If I'm busy, I'm not a slacker. If I'm busy, my life matters. Our Puritan ancestors, with their strong work ethic, would be so proud. But the thing is, I'm not so sure I should be. This morning's reading comes from the Gospel of Mark. It's a story of how the disciples all came and gathered around Jesus. And they told him all about what they had been doing. Scripture tells us that they were coming and going, preaching and teaching and healing, and not even taking time to eat. They were saying to Jesus, look, look at all the many things we've been doing. Look at all that we've taught. Look at all the people we've healed. Look at all that we've done. So what they're really saying to him is this, look at how busy we have been. And what does Jesus do? He doesn't hand out trophies or bonuses. He doesn't even say, good job. Instead, he says, come away to a deserted place, all by yourselves, and rest a while. I bet those disciples were so disappointed. They were probably expecting at least a big pat on the back, and all Jesus had to say was, yeah, you probably need to take a break. He didn't even care about how busy they were. It's almost like he was saying, you can't work your way to salvation. Of course, this is what our faith teaches us. We don't earn salvation by working hard. We don't earn God's love by being busy. God just loves us. And God gives us grace because of who God is, not because of how full our calendars are or how heavy the load is that we carry. It's truly countercultural. It's important that we rest from our labors if we truly seek to be whole, if we seek to be the people that God created us to be. Later, In Exodus 31, verse 17, we read that in six days, the Lord made heaven and earth. And on the seventh day, God rested and was refreshed. I love that word. God was refreshed. If we follow God's example of resting, we too can be refreshed. Don't you want to be refreshed? The dictionary defines refreshed as to renew the well-being or vigor of oneself. We can renew ourselves, or in other words, become like new again, through rest. After the long year plus of pandemic, when we've had to find entirely new ways of being, of getting work done, of parenting, of teaching, of caring for our loved ones, all while constantly lugging around the anxiety, fear, frustration, loneliness. Wouldn't it be nice to feel refreshed? So back to Aesop. The man looked at the unstrung bow on the ground for several moments but he had no idea what point Aesop was trying to make. Aesop explained, if you keep a bow always bent, it will break eventually. But if you let it go slack, it will be more fit for use when you want it. People are also like that. That's why we all need to take some time to rest. God showed us how. Loosen your bow and be refreshed. God has made us in God's image to take an occasional break. Taking a Sabbath rest not only allows your body to remain strong enough to continue on. Sabbath quiet is meant to be a time set apart to listen for the voice of God, a time to renew our strength and step forward, refreshed into whatever is awaiting us. And now is the time to make rest and renewal a priority. At the beginning of the pandemic, I remember so clearly Pastor Nancy talking about looking at her calendar with month after month laid out uncertain of what was coming, of how long it all would last. Well, we're beginning to plan again, to return to our calendars again. So now is the time to really take a good hard look. Because the reality is that making time for Sabbath, for rest and renewal, means that we have to do some spiritual discernment. We have to make choices about our priorities, and we have to decide what we will give our time to. You have to answer that question for yourselves, but I can offer you this advice. If you are giving your heart and soul and time To something that can never love you back. If you are worshiping at the altar of the false gods of busyness or material success or the fear of its loss, that is time you will never get back. But if you want something better, then listen closely to the voice that says our worth doesn't come from working ourselves into an early grave. It comes from the one who loved us on our first day and will love us on our final day. And he's asking us all to stop and come away with him to a place where we can remember what really matters. Amen.